Hi, and welcome to the Liberators Network podcast. Thank you for listening. My name is Christian Verwijs. In this series, we're reading some of our most popular blog posts on Medium. In this episode, we're addressing the myth that the Sprint Review is a demo. You probably know what it feels like. It is that time of the Sprint again, the Sprint Review. The development team is setting up shop in one of the meeting rooms. While Jim connects his laptop to a Beamer, Susan nervously rearranges the note of the work the team completed the Sprint. She asks, shall I demonstrate the new shopping basket to senior developer John with a hit of uncertainty in her voice. John nods and, after a pause, adds, sure, I'll show the new order review page then. As the clock hits 11, the stakeholders start dropping in and awkwardly find spots around the huge table. Mary, the product owner, arrives and settles in one of the more comfortable chairs at the head of the table. She nods towards the development team and signals the start of the sprint review. Take it away, guys, she says. Forty minutes later, the development team has gone through their list of completed items and demonstrated everything worth showing. As the demonstration wraps up, the audience offers a mild applause to the development team, and as stakeholders are leaving the room, the development team sighs in relief. Well, that was a great sprint review, Mary concludes. In this edition, we address the myth that the sprint review is primarily an opportunity to demo the increment to stakeholders. This edition is for you if you recognize one or more of these telltale signs. The first one is that stakeholders are easily distinguishable from the development team, both occupying their own side of the room. Another sign is that the sprint review is a PowerPoint presentation, maybe with some screenshots of supposedly working software. A third sign is that none of the stakeholders are actually using, or going to use, the product. Another sign is that there is hardly any input from stakeholders, or they are not invited to give feedback. In any case, except maybe for a mild applause, nothing happens. Another sign is that the keyboard and the mouse used to click through the product never actually reach the hands of stakeholders or users during the sprint reviews but remain soundly with the development team. Another sign is that there is applause after the demonstration completes, or worse, the development team is booed out of the room if the sprint review wasn't what stakeholders expected. Another sign is that there is a general air of nervousness in the development team. And finally, the sprint review is actually called a demo by the scrum team and by stakeholders and is mentioned as such in agendas. All these signs show that by treating the sprint review primarily as a demo, the purpose of this crucial opportunity for inspection and adaptation is lost. Too many scrum teams approach the sprint review as their moment to show progress, to give a product update, to sell what was built to stakeholders, or to talk about what they did. But we think we can do better when it comes to a sprint review, and we always like to go back to what the scrum guide tells us. In this case, the scrum guide describes the sprint review as an event that is held at the end of the sprint to inspect the increment and adapt the product backlog if needed. It emphasizes that during the sprint, the scrum team and stakeholders collaborate about what was done in the sprint, and based on that and any changes to the product backlog during the sprint, attendees collaborate on the next things that could be done to optimize value. In other words, the collaboration between the scrum team and its stakeholder is apparently key during the sprint review. In scrum, we understand that product development is a complex activity. As we do the work, both the problem we're trying to solve and the optimal solution will emerge from what we learn during development. 
The Sprinter view is a critical opportunity in Scrum to make this possible by letting insights emerge from the work that was done in the sprint and to build on them to inform next steps. The Sprint review is about making the state of the product, the increment, and the product backlog transparent. The Scrum team and stakeholders then inspect both and share insights on what was learned from that inspection. Together with current market conditions, organizational changes, budget, timeline, and other considerations, they decide together on next steps. The output of the Sprint review consists of adjustments to the product backlog based on what was learned. So you can think of new items, changes in ordering, or updated items. Or maybe some items are even removed. In a sense, the sprint review is all about answering the question, based on what we learned from this sprint, what are the next steps? This provides valuable input for the sprint planning. Now what does a good and effective sprint review actually look like? Ideally, it should have the following characteristics. The first one is that stakeholders and members of the development team should be indistinguishable to an outsider. Participants are actively invited to offer feedback, suggestions and ideas. This is a second characteristic you can look for. The third characteristic is that the product backlog has a prominent place during the sprint review, maybe even physically on a wall, and is actively adjusted as new insights emerge. A fourth characteristic is that rather than the development team presenting the increment to the product owner, the sprint review is more about the entire Scrum team, which includes the product owner, sharing the increment with stakeholders and having a conversation about it. And finally, the product owner discusses the product backlog and communicates likely completion dates for next releases based on the progress to date. Now suppose that you find yourself with a sprint review that looks more like a demo. What are some tips? The first one is that it's always a good idea to reiterate the purpose of the sprint review before you start. Make sure that everyone understands that it's all about gathering feedback and navigating complexity together. It's not about a development team trying to sell what they created to stakeholders or of stakeholders accepting done work. A second tip is to ask members of the development team to pair up with stakeholders and inspect the increment together. Instead of having the developer demonstrate the increment on a tablet, laptop or desktop, instead give the keyboard or device to the stakeholder and let them experiment under the guidance of the developers. This is also a lot of fun. A third tip is to avoid PowerPoint or screenshots as a means to inspect the state of an increment. Clicking through working software really is the best way to validate assumptions and interpretations of developers, users and other stakeholders even if it hurts sometimes when users stumble their way through software created by the development team. Make sure that all developers attend the sprint review. The sprint review really is an ideal opportunity to gather feedback on the product as improved and extended and updated by developers during the sprint. In the best case scenario, the sprint review acts as a great motivating event with stakeholders that are truly engaged with the progress of the scrum team and are eager to see and discuss results. Another tip is to use active formats. Don't sit around a table looking at a screen. Use facilitation techniques like liberating structures to actively engage all participants. The sprint review sh really should feel like a feedback party, not a development team going through a laundry list of work completed while everyone falls asleep. Use liberating structures such as one, two for all, shift and share or a carousel to break down larger groups into rotating pairs of small groups. 
usually rating structures like impromptu networking or what so what now what after inspecting the increment to explore next steps or offer suggestions for the product backlog. You can find the links in the original post. Another tip is to invite real users to the sprint review. These are the people that will actually use the product and are thus most capable of determining if it actually works. Do try to avoid turning the sprint review in a user acceptance test though, that's not the purpose. Another tip is to, as part of the closing, ask participants what can be done to further improve the value of the sprint review based on how it went, sort of a mini retrospective about the sprint review itself. Also, you can invite participants with an email, a newsletter or even a personal invitation to attend, explaining why their presence is important and helpful. Also to them. And finally, be open and transparent about undone work. Not all scrum trainers and experts on scrum agree that sharing undone work is a good idea. It may create false expectations. But we feel that valuable insights can emerge from inspecting the work that was not completed. It may tell us something about impediments, bottlenecks, or other issues. Instead, focus on identifying these issues during the sprint review, but leave their resolution to the sprint retrospective. It gives you a nice topic to talk about. Let's move to some closing thoughts. In this episode, we address the myth that the sprint review is about demoing the increment to stakeholders. Although a demo certainly can be part of a sprint review, it really fails to capture what the sprint review is actually about, which is collaboration between the scrum team and stakeholders to inspect the increment together and the progress to date and decide on what next steps make sense. What do you think about this myth? Do you recognize the sprint review being only a demo? What worked for you? And if you try one of the tips, let us know how it went. You can do so in the comments. And with that, we come to the end of another episode of the Liberators Network podcast. Thank you for listening, and we really appreciate that you're taking time to learn something about Scrum. And hopefully we have given you a little bit of inspiration to work with Scrum more effectively. If you want to learn even more, go to medium.com slash the hyphen liberators, and there's a lot more for you to read, watch, or download. Also, if you want to join one of our classes, we teach a lot of professional Scrum Master and professional Scrum Master 2 classes, go to theliberators.com slash events for an overview. And as you can maybe tell from our podcasts, we really love to interact with teams, to work with them, to try new things, to experiment. You can find a lot of the materials that we use in our web shop, shop.deliberators.com. We ship all over the world. We have a lot of exercises, card games, and other materials that you can use with your teams. Take a look. Thanks again for listening. We hope to see you next time.